Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Ethan coming at you live from the True UHQ. This is the 18th episode of the True You podcast. True You is an outlet for people to discover their inner greatness and what it takes to become the best version of themselves. These are real conversations with amazing people and the only intention being to add value to our listeners. Today we have Miss Allie Vaith on with us. Allie grew up in Northern Iowa and she had firsthand experience watching her mom and dad run a successful real estate business there. Um, she graduated from the University of Iowa and after that she worked for Enterprise Rent-A-Car for six years. There was a lot of growth that came from that, but she did not love it. <clears throat> her true success and passion came once she got her real estate license. Uh, fast forward to today, she is seven years into her real estate career and she still jumps out of bed in excitement every day, she says. Um, she also finds joy in being a mother of two handsome little boys and she's living her life or her dream every day. Uh, Miss Allie, how are you? Thank you so much for inviting me. Happy day. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for hopping on, especially right before we... Uh, we read the, the bio there. You said that you had a little cold. So thank you for, for hopping on through the, the sickness. You sound oh. good. Okay, great. <laughs> so um, it's been a while. We were talking before this uh, the last time. I think it was probably a year ago since we've talked. But, um, you know, it's, it's good to get you on here. I know um, I was talking with Adam, one of the – and you're actually – Adam was on the 15th, I believe, episode of the podcast so for any of our listeners there uh he also is in the same um business as Allie, and he had he had spoken very highly of you and i knew you as well and uh we wanted to get you on so thank yeah. you i appreciate the compliment <laughs> absolutely so tell me how's everything been in life uh, i know you're juggling the the motherhood of two handsome little boys and the the real estate gig and going through this time that we're all experiencing yeah. Um, you know, life is really beautiful. I feel, feel very fortunate. Um, if you met me, you would think that I kind of do things by myself because I'm just independent, but really the only reason I'm successful is because I'm surrounded by awesome people who are always cheering me on. So, um, yeah, I get to sell real estate full time and, um, I have two little boys, a three-year-old and a five month old. And the only reason we're super successful is because my partner and I take turns as to who's showing houses at night or who's working at night. And, you know, it's, um, definitely a, partnership to thrive in real estate yeah yeah it seems like it's a trend <clears throat> that i'm seeing uh, in that in that firm a lot of great people supporting each other and um and that's mm -hmm. what it takes right just being able mm -hmm. to have that balance and that support what's it like i know there's some listeners out out there that are mothers or, or fathers of, yeah. of children that are juggling careers what uh, how would you speak on that what's what's it like for you to I mean, you got a five month old. That's, that's a handful, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, it, so with real estate and Lincoln being an amazing baby, he was really at home with me up until, um, about two weeks ago, he just started daycare full time. So my past, um, you know, four and a half months, every listing appointment, every showing I went on Lincoln was with me and, um, you know, my clients, 
enjoyed holding him. So it was actually a lot of fun. But um, another thing that makes it easier is like you have to have a vision for your business, but you also need to have a vision for your personal life. And so um, yearly, I'll make vision boards as to like what my goals are in my business, but then also personally, because at the end of the day, um, I can't be successful in both of them unless they both kind of have some balance. So just, I always have my eye on the prize. I'm always working towards my next goal, but also being attentive when I'm at home with my family. Mm, I love that. Um, vision boards do a lot. It's, it's really crazy how they, they have such an impact on you when you, throw it up there and you can look at it every day or when you have even like sticky notes, like I put sticky notes yeah. all over the, the place of, of positive affirmations and, and things like that. Um, can I share something about a vision board? Oh, you take, take the wheel sister. It's okay, all yours. Great. So um, two weeks ago, I got to move into my dream house. Like I've been working my butt off for the past four years to move into this home and a year ago, January, I put a picture of this house design that I loved and not even realizing it when I like moved into the house that I have been dreaming of. I look at my vision board. I'm like, it's the exact same house I put on my vision board a year ago. It's so powerful. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. That's, that's like grace comes to mind when I think of that, like manifesting yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, and whether you, I, I feel like this is just me speaking, I feel like whether you can relate it to this directly or not, that there's something to do with you just glancing at that and reminding your subconscious that that's there, that that's, yep. that's what, that's what it is. And then <laughs> your subconscious guided you towards buying it. And then you looked at it and you're like, Oh shit, I just got that, that vision board dream house of mine. Yeah, like gives me goosebumps when I realized that. It was just amazing. That's incredible. How would you speak to people that are entering into like their personal life and and, uh, their business life and want to create visions, but they haven't really done that before? Um, I think you could start with a Pinterest board is a really easy way to start. I mean, we obviously all have ambitions or things that we might want in life. Um, but at the end of the day, stuff doesn't make you happy. Uh, what makes you happy is just being around people that you love. So I think there just really has to kind of to go back to the balance. But, you know, when you're creating your vision boards, think about like, who do you want in your vision board with you? Is it your kids? Is it your significant other? Is it your parents? Like who's going on these trips with you? You kind of just have to put yourself put your shoes in this person that you want to be in five or 10 years from now and like actually feel what it would be like to accomplish these things that are on your vision board. Cause I think once you really put yourself in those shoes, it's super powerful because you can start acting like you're that person already. Wow. <clears throat> I love that. I'm still sitting in that, taking that in Ellie. <laughs> um, the who is really important did you so what i'm curious what's on the the vision board there that you have like you have i'd imagine some family like experiences and uh-huh. yeah what? so um <laughs> last year something that was big for me was actually planning a conference 
um, for women in Rochester. I partnered with a couple other local girls that do a lot of networking, uh, actually Sterling State Bank and the Chamber of Commerce. I partnered with them and we created this conference called Living and Leading with Purpose. And the conference, it was our first conference last January. We had 340 women attend and we had amazing speakers. We had about um, 18 presenters. And so one of my big things on my vision board last year was also just having a successful conference. And to this day, people still are like, that was so good. When are you guys doing the next one? Which we are doing another one, but we kind of have to reconfigure with COVID. But um, what else is on my board? So a couple beach pictures. I really want to go to the beach. Um, family pictures. I have uh, a picture of a Bible next to the ocean. And it's not necessarily being at the ocean, like reading the Bible. It's more like, taking the word of God in, like letting it wash over you. So there's like a lot of intention behind my pictures. So just mm. really powerful and peaceful too. Mm, I love that. Do you spend a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, do you spend a lot of time like visualizing and meditating? Or is that, is that attached? Is there anything that goes along with the vision board that can support it? Um, I'd love to say that I take time to meditate, but right now with two little ones, it hasn't been <laughs> high level, but now that they're both in daycare and I can get that morning structure back, that is my intention to bring that back into my routine is just to do five to 10 minutes, just to sit in peace and calm and just in gratitude, because I think it's super important that we just say thank you for all of the abundant, beautiful things in our lives, because we really are so lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the the thankfulness and the gratitude. And, and, and when you said a minute ago, put yourself in those shoes five to 10 years down the road, that makes me think when, when you say that, like, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to just feel, I'm going to act like in my mind that I am that person. Mm -hmm. What's, what am I saying? What am I doing? How do I walk? What's my posture? Like, you know, where am I like, and then walking yourself through that vision, um, I feel like that just goes in alignment with the vision board. It just really, it, it serves it. it. It's a, it's a support beam for it, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. And that conference, my God, you had 340 people yes. in Rochester In Rochester. That's a pretty damn big deal. It was amazing. It was like way better than I ever dreamed of. I kind of envisioned this event the August before I went to Kathleen, who was the president of the chamber at the time, and I was like, I love this. Are you open to partnering with this, partnering with me to create this event? And she's like, yes. And then she's like, you take the reins. So then it was just super fun. There were six of us that collaborated together and we bounced all the ideas off because at the end of the day, you know, as females, we wear so many hats, you know, it's not just like we go to work and then we're done at the end of the day. Like we're responsible for the success of our homes too. And so it's like the livelihood of our children as well. And so it's like, there's so many different levels, male or female, but there's so many different, you know, layers of the onion that we're taking care of every day. So many puzzle mm -hmm. pieces that we're putting together. And so I just, the goal behind the conference was to really empower women to have a successful year. And then COVID happened. So it was funny to hear <laughs> how many women like pivoted their businesses, but they also made connections through the conference. So um, I think that was a good start to the year. Yeah. <clears throat> um, 
what was some of the, if you mind sharing, what was some of the content in that? Um, um, yeah. So Kathy Castens, she is a wonderful speaker. She was our um, main person. So she really talked about, she kind of talked about vision boarding, but she was just like, what is your life going to look like? Like, who do you want to show up as in the world? Who do you want to show up as for your kids or for your significant other or for your work or for like, how do you, it's, she actually, her speech was called living legacy because at the end of the day, your legacy isn't like how much money that you have at the end of the day, because we don't take money with us to the grave that your legacy is really who you are in flesh every day. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <clears throat> like the, the experiences that you have in life and the who yes. you go to the grave with. Yes. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, and then um, also to add on to that. So a couple other presenters there were, we wanted to present to women that, you know, you can do network marketing and you can do your full-time job and you can be a awesome mom and you can be an awesome homemaker. Like, there was a lot of different people. And then we had a couple women talk from the nonprofit sector. We have amazing nonprofits in Rochester. So um, to hear about their nonprofit slash how they got into the nonprofit world was really amazing too. So there's just so many beautiful things unfolding in Rochester and not to transition, but I just can't say enough good things about Rochester because there's really so many great people here that will believe in your dream and support your dream to do something big in our community. Yeah, it's a really tight, it's a, uh, a big, small town, mm -hmm. which I, I appreciate that. And I've talked to a few people recently about that too, like how interconnected everybody is. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it's exciting. I mean, coming from LA, when I go back there and I see that, I'm like, wow, this, there's, there's a lot of value in that. Yeah. What else in Rochester? I mean, it, building off of that, conversation is there anything else that you're seeing or that's that's value added in town right now that's going on um, or, or just okay so initially you had asked me a question before we started our conversation and I kind of want to pivot to that so when I first moved to Rochester four years ago I knew one person and that was my significant other so in the four years I was here it was like I either need to get to know people or I need to get a different job and I don't want a job I want to like love my career so I was like, I need to get to know people and get out of my comfort zone. And Rochester is like a very tight knit community. So I really like jumped into going to chamber events. And then I became a chamber ambassador and we just kind of support new businesses in town or people that might be rebranding. So there's like a team of us that will meet up and go do ribbon cuttings or, um, you know, there was, there was a networking group. They're changing a little um, interconnection. So then there's a lot of like, self-employed individual got a little cut off there but we were talking about relationship building and that was actually the the, the fun part of what i wanted to get to with you ali was because uh you know talking with adam before this too we were fired up because of just we knew or he he expressed it that that you were somebody that had um really built a significant impact and like uh, uh and connections in rochester so Curious about, uh, tell us a little bit more about that journey of the last four years for you. Yeah. Um, the first year I lived in Rochester, I really didn't like it. I'll be very honest because I just, I think I was scared to put myself out there. It's kind of a nerve wracking thing. Um, but then one day, like I said, I really 
I want to do real estate. It makes me thrive. It makes me happy. So at the end of the day, you need to know people. So um, I just started going to chamber events and it's like, you just walk up to someone and it might be super awkward the first five to 10 times. Like, Hey, I'm Allie. But you know what? Once you start to get to know just even one or two people, it's really powerful how many people want to support you or encourage you to do well or introduce you to the right people. There's just like abundant opportunities once you start talking to people in Rochester. That's what I love about Rochester too, because I've been around a few places and especially living in LA for a while now, I noticed that Rochester has a really good um, support system overall in doing those types of activities and getting out there and getting uncomfortable. Um, I've noticed that overall, like at chamber events and at different networking groups that people are pretty easygoing and approachable, yep. you know, and, and I feel it's just getting out of your own way and, and embracing it, not thinking about the outcome just, well, I mean, maybe you think about what your goal is going in, but not thinking about how people are going to feel about you or what they're going to think of you because, you know, would you agree? I, I think you got to kind of let that go. Oh, you absolutely need to let that go. And when you go to a networking event, it's not about what you get out of it. It's almost how can you support other people? So I like, I love connecting people with their dream home, but then I also love connecting people with other people. So whenever I go to meet someone, I'm always like, oh, can I serve you in any way versus like, what do I get out of it? Because I think that's really where you thrive in life is when you go into something with a um, giving attitude versus a receiving attitude. I love that. I love that. I just scribbled, I scribbled that down real quick while you said that, that if people are listening, rewind a second and replay that because that is powerful because I, I when you, and you're genuine about it too, I can hear it just, and I see it like when you, when you go to give, you get a lot more in return and it's just natural. Like the secret to living is giving. I've heard that mm-hmm. from quite a few people. And, and, uh, Oh man, it, so, it, it, you show up differently. You have a different energy. You do, you do have that. a different energy. And um, one of my friends said to me, she's like, she tells herself every day, like, okay, God, who are you going to introduce me to today? Like, who are you calling me to serve? And I think when you have that giving attitude, it really takes the attention off of yourself. Like, you stop worrying about how do I show up in the world, more like, how can I show up in the world? I love that. Um, is there any, like, so she, so she says, okay, God, who are you going to introduce me to today? Like asking for like, that's, that's such a powerful like way of approaching your day. Like, Hey, what, 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 how can I serve today? Mm -hmm, How mm -hmm. can I, how can I give today? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Rolling out of bed like that. I mean, in your bio, I love it too, because it says that you, jump out of bed every day to do what you do because you love it. I do love it. Uh, (laughs) I I guess I I have a lot more gratitude too, because um, the first job out of college, I did really well at it. I moved up pretty quickly. I probably worked at 15 to 20 different enterprise locations, but I just hated the job. I don't know. It was just like, I didn't feel the need to be a college graduate and clean cars every day, though it gives you a lot of gratitude when you wash your car as an adult now. (laughs) 
Yeah. What excites but, what excites you the most about like the career shift in real estate? What is it because it's a test? It's because I mean, there's there's because it's not. Oh, you, you take the wheel. Take Sorry. the wheel, sister. Uh, so um, so I rented a car to this gentleman, and he was like, "Hey, you should be a realtor." And I was like, "Okay, that sounds amazing." So I got my real estate license, but it's scary to jump into an all commission job, right? So I saved up enough money to survive if I didn't make any money for a few months. And then um, I called my dad and I said, I'm going to do real estate full time. And he was like, I don't want you to do that. (laughs) And I was like, well, I need to do something different. And I didn't have any kids or anything at the time. So I was like, why not give it a try? He just, you know, your parents want you to have stability and they don't want to worry about you. But I want you to be safe. Yeah. But at the same time, like there's not growth when you don't just jump off the cliff, you know, Mm, a calculated jump. You had a few months saved up too. So you're not stupid. (laughs) Like, uh, well, well, I mean, that's just, there's, there's leaps I feel. And we talked about this on a couple episodes ago, just the leaps in life that can take you forward that can cause that growth. But um, they, they've got to be somewhat calculated. I mean, it, you can take a shot in the dark, but it's not, yeah. if it, there's, a, there's more, there's more pressure on un, unnecessary pressure. Yeah. I feel like when you, yep. but, but what's the growth experience? How I, I'm interested to kind of go back to that story and, and hear the, the further, like the next piece of that journey for you, because it's a fascinating journey. You were told not to do that <laughs> by your parents. You jumped in, you moved to a city that you didn't know anybody. So actually, Tell me, guide me down that story. Yeah, so actually I started my real estate career in Austin, Texas. And I worked, oh. yeah. So I worked at a boutique um, real estate brokerage in Austin that was two blocks from the University of Texas. And I got to meet so many awesome people. The broker I worked for, he introduced me to a lot of investors and I just had a really good learning experience. But then when I came to Rochester, I had to pivot again because I was used to doing real estate in this college feeling where like I would sell condos and, you know, I would sell investment properties for people that just needed to allocate money differently. And so um, when I came to Rochester, I'm like, oh, who am I in real estate again? Because I went from like investor kid friendly mentality to coming up here where it's like just a lot of single family home sales. So um, I had to really grow there too as to who I wanted to show up as in my career. Yeah. Um, what led you to Rochester? I'm curious. Like what, what brought you from, so you went from Iowa to Texas to Rochester. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to move back home, but I didn't want to go to my hometown and Rochester has a lot of opportunity, right? It's 120,000 people. And then, um, my significant other lured me back to, <laughs> Oh, thanks Joe. Joe. Yep. <laughs> so we can credit him on that. We appreciate you, buddy. Um, Oh, great. Yeah. And so the initial experiences in those few months that you had saved up, what was that like when, when he said, well, I mean, you, I know you went to Austin, but then you had to start over completely. You may have had some real estate knowledge when you brought that back mm-hmm. from Austin to Minnesota, mm-hmm. but you did that a couple of times. What was that experience like getting the plane off the ground? Both of those, those times. It's scary. And you know what? I think um, you just have to believe in yourself there is a bigger 
mission in life. And if you love what you're doing, it's going to show through to people. It does take time for people to trust you, but I just, I wasn't going to fail because I wanted, this is what I wanted to do. You knew you just, you had it. Mm -hmm. You already made up your mind. Mm -hmm. Mm. Love that. Um, Let's pretend that there's Miss Sally or Bobby are moving to Rochester for the first time um, and they want to do the same thing. Like, what would you recommend? Like, let's say Rochester's area, Rochester's market. Like, how how would you approach starting over again? Is there anything that you would have done differently? Is there anything that you would have done more of or less of? Um, I would just not be so scared. I just really stopped myself a lot at the beginning. I really had yeah, I just really stopped myself. So you know what, just jump in, just jump all in. Um, But to like further that more, it kind of depends on what people are moving here for. If they're moving here for Mayo Clinic, you know, get connected in the community because that's how you feel like you're at home is by who is around you. So, um, you know, there's tons of networking groups, like just social groups on Facebook. So I feel like there's a lot of whatever you're interested in, you can find someone on Facebook, right? So um, social media is a good way to connect with people, especially now during COVID. But um, if you just go to the chamber and you're trying to grow your business, we have amazing um, people that work at the Chamber of Commerce and they can assist you and connect you with the right people to help you grow your business here too. Mm, I love that. How has that been tra- transitioning in with COVID and with the uh, the social distancing aspect and, and Thanks, networking there? It stinks. I hate it so much. I miss all my friends. <laughs> um, you know, so like all of our chamber stuff has gone to Zoom, which so has the rest of the world. But we're starting just like a week ago, we got to go to a ribbon cutting for um, a rebrand for the Rochester Women's Magazine. And it was like, oh, we get to like be a part of the community now because it just feels so different when you're not in person. I mean, how does that occur for you? Yeah, um, there's something about the human experience and being present and, uh, and connecting with people you know, in person, I, I, I've had this conversation a lot with people. And I think that there is a lot of value in zoom and in working from home and, and it, I mean, with, with saving yourself um, time and saving yourself uh, money and, and um, you know, you, you can maximize your time in that sense. But when you take away the, the value of human interaction and experiences, um, it's it's where you see a lot of this mental health mm-hmm. uh, uh, talk come up, and I feel like for people that that are in that position of uh, zooms and of even if they're not, especially if they're not zooming and they have to work from home and they don't have any interaction with people, it's like you really have to practice mindfulness mm-hmm. and practice uh, a way to get that social connection, whether it's doing something like this mm-hmm. or. I mean, it's, it, it's, there's something about, I, I feel like events are going to have a more profound impact mm-hmm. when, when they, when they come yep. back for those, for those that are ready to embrace it. And with time, everybody will embrace it again because COVID will not last forever. People we're crawling out <laughs> of it. Don't worry. But, um, but it, it will, it will look different. It will, it will look different. You know, I'm most excited um, about concerts. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I, uh, I'm not to pivot this on me, but I, I had, uh, had an event planning business, mm-hmm. uh, entertainment business in Los Angeles. That was actually one of the, the primary focuses of my time yeah. that was building. And, uh, and that got, uh, that got hijacked from me due to COVID, which, you know, that's, I'm not the only one. Yeah. And I embraced that just like every, everybody else embraced their, their situations. But, um, we, uh, we had a lot of, you know, music events and, and social events. And, um, like you, I'm, I'm one of those people and it's, uh, it's, it's tough, but we, but the, when you're, when you're grateful and you do these things that you're talking about with the Bible on the sand, looking at what, what God, what do you have in, in mind? Why is this happening? Mm-hmm. What is beneath the surface? What's the silver lining? Because there, there's always something mm-hmm. there's always, it's going to lead to mm-hmm. something. Um, and having that faith, um, relaxed certainty, mm-hmm. like to call it, just don't react. There's a plan. You don't need to know. We don't need to have all the answers. Yeah. Right. But, um, so yeah, let's off of me back to you. Uh, what, what would you, I, cause I love the, uh, when, when talking to you, like the, the, um, relationship building, um, aspects and like, just, it, it's, it's fascinating to me, like the way that you approach doing that and how much you have like going on in your life, um, like with like everything that's going on now with COVID, um, and, and getting like, let's say somebody's moving to Rochester. So like you'd recommend like get into the chamber, get into these, these different groups. Mm-hmm. Is there like any, like, how would you speak to that, that audience? Uh, like I said, it kind of depends on what people are moving here for. Yeah. So, um, Rochester's not a scary place. People are welcoming. It just takes one or two people to kind of welcome you into the community and um, those people talking about you to other people. So again, if you're starting a business in Rochester, connect with the chamber. If you're moving here for mail and you're just looking to make some new friends, I highly suggest doing, you know, the social media aspect because I know there's a lot of awesome Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just embracing it and then jumping all mm-hmm. in, like yep. you said, getting rid of those negative thoughts that, that creep in that tell you why you can't do yep. something and, and, uh, and speak highly of yourself and go in, just trust it. Um, what's next for Allie? What do you got cooking? <laughs> what do I have cooking? I just moved into my dream house. So what's my next big goal? Um, you know, I'm just, I'm That's just amazing. adjusting to, life with two kids versus one. I thought one was a handful, but two is a different story. Um, my three-year-old is high energy and my five-month-old is pretty chill. So that's kind of nice. Um, so we're just kind of pivoting there as a family. Um, in Rochester, we are going to do the Living and Leading with Purpose conference. It's just probably going to be online. Um, so that's going to be our next big task. Uh, you know, and I, this year it's pretty awesome. I've been able to stay in touch with my clients, which is super important because at the end of the day, I'm not trying to do 500 transactions a year. I'm trying to be a relational realtor and I really care about you. I don't just, you know, it's not on to the next 
transaction for me. It's about really caring about people. So this year is amazing because a lot of people that purchased a home for me a couple of years ago are now upgrading to their next home. So it's really fun when people reach back out to you and they're like, hey, we're pregnant. We're ready for a bigger house. And so then they call <laughs> me again. And it's just like, it's so fun to grow with people as they're growing in their lives personally, but then also financially, because um, at the end of the day, your house is like so much happens at your home and that affects how you show up in the outside world. But then also it's a huge win for you financially because what is it like 90% of the world's wealthiest people own homes or something like there's just some crazy ratio that if you own a home, you're going to build wealth quicker. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody needs to live somewhere, that's right? True too. And and that. Well, I mean, that's that's why there's value. I mean, that's the most important purchase of somebody's life, and that there's a, and it, it continues to appreciate. Which, yeah, for anybody listening, get into it at least as a as a investor as a homeowner if it makes sense for you if you're ready for it. You yeah, know, and just I mean, definitely last makes year sense. alone in Rochester home values increased 7%. So, you know, people are doing pretty mm. well just holding on to their houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and to, to go back a little bit, I, I know you were, you were talking about your, your cute little boys, the one that's a handful, the other yeah. one's not, but I was, I was thinking, yeah, no, yeah, we'll listen, we'll have them listen to it someday in 10 years and be like, yeah, we're talking about you, buddy. <laughs> um, but the, uh, like I was thinking about family and the transition, what, what kind of an impact has COVID had on the family life? Is that, is that there's, there's blessings to a yeah, lot of this yeah. too, that like, you may not see right away. Is that drawing you guys closer? Has there been more family experiences um, due to that? I think it's, amazing actually because you know we joseph and i still take turns like some nights i show houses some nights he's working late and so it's kind of nice because i love my chamber events but like now we don't have as many networking events and so it's just been kind of nice because it's like it took one thing off of my plate and so then it was like i'm just worried about real estate and my kiddo and so at the time so it's been really beautiful because I wasn't worried like what's my next thing or what's my next event that I'm going to it was more like worrying about what am I making for dinner you know it was just a little bit more relaxed and a lot more intentional time with the boys yeah yeah and like there's when when you get all that taken away like that execution taken away creativity can mm-hmm. creep in like if you look at it like the glass is half full not half empty with covid like like man i get more yeah. family time there's less less um things in the air things like causing like like less energy which is actually good when it comes to creation and be like what's next for my life what what can I do with my family? What type of experiences can, can we create together? Handle it. Well, I don't have two little boys or a husband, (laughs) Um, but I, uh, (laughs) um, I, I took it as a, a learning experience um, in all aspects and asked myself a lot of questions about what I valued and what, um, 
like what is the best use of my time is a very powerful question to ask. I think that's a great question for everybody to ask themselves mm-hmm. every day is what's the best use of my time. And when your normal best use of your time is taken away from you and you sit in that question, um, that's when you begin to create. And um, thankfully what that led to was, was coaching, which eventually led oh, to this cool. podcast, which now, now today I'm um, very grateful because um, it, this was my reason. This was my silver lining to COVID I found. And um, yeah, I, I feel like embracing change is very mm-hmm. important. And I feel like going back to what you uh, were talking about with um, giving and serving others and, and thinking in that light of like being a, um, a beam of light in people's lives. If you put that hat on, um, and you're always constantly wearing that hat, then you're, you're going to, there, there will be answers provided. So that's (laughs) Um, funny that you say to be a light. So on my, to go back to vision boards. So on my board from last January, my word was illuminate. So to supply Mm -hmm. or brighten with light, like to just be good energy, give that off to people. Hmm. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I love that. Obviously, connect and, and um, it's important for people to be conscious of their energy. When we have coaching calls or we we sit down with uh with people, we we first address the energy in the room because um before and that that's that can go to any industry, not just coaching or not just a business conversation. It's like what's before you open up the dialogue. What what's where are we at? What are yeah. how are we yeah. feeling? Right. What, what, how is your energy today? This is a very powerful question. Um, and then what's the best use yeah. of our time? Like what, what's striking you that's important to talk about or mm-hmm. to address? Um, but, but yeah, and, and not carrying that baggage, not over. And, and I feel like you're a great um, example of, of somebody who handles that well, but um, yeah, l- focusing, being yeah. energy conscious, being energy conscious of, you know, how am I showing up? Who do I need to be? Yep. You're living legacy to kind of add to that. Something you'll hear me say quite often is I'm just staying in my own lane. I just think, you know, I'm only in control of myself. And so I try not to get involved with any sort of drama or outside gossip because it just doesn't serve me well. And I just want to stay in my own lane. I love that. Not letting, yeah, uh, deflecting the the BS, not letting it sink in, knowing what path you're going down. I love that. Is there a like? Is there a trick to maintaining that? Um, just kind of avoid people that uh, are just trying to bring you down. I don't, you know, there's always going to be haters out there. Um, there's always someone that's going to be like try to say that you're bad but if you like truly know who you're who you are as a person and you like know your intentions for the world if you as long as you can keep building yourself up you can deflect those all day long because you know who you are they don't know who you are Mm, make your opinion the most powerful opinion of yourself Mm -hmm. and then know what's shaping your opinion yeah is that uh, when when there's insecurity, these outside opinions can, can. really sink mm-hmm. in. 
they have uh, they have more force, right? So practice that that mindfulness of yourself, and yeah, I love that. Love, love, love that. Um, <clears throat> we're creeping up yeah. towards the end here. So, um, what would you like? I mean, and I know we we talked about a lot of great stuff, and it's been amazing. What would you like to, you know, just the last minute or two here? What would you like to leave people with? Is there anything that's that's um, kind of speaking yeah, so to you right now? Two things. If you want to have a really successful day, something that I've really been working on that I'd love to share is just visualizing your day before it happens. So before I go to bed at night, I've been trying to get in a routine where I'm like, okay, here's all the things I'm going to do this morning. Here's all the things I'm going to do in the afternoon. And I like visualize it happening because the more structure and the more ready I am for the day, the more I win my day. And um, another huge thing that all of you listeners need to know is you are amazing and you are out for good things. So keep it up. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Um, where can we find you as uh, it's do you, what's your, do you have an Instagram handle, yeah. Facebook page? I know you're yep. with so, counselor realty. Um, Instagram 507 realtor. I really have been bad about posting. I'm really good about posting on Facebook. So that's just Allie bite and um, Allie bite like Rochester realtor, I believe, but yeah, you can find me online. <laughs> Look her up folks. Um, Allie, thank you so much. This was thank a fun podcast. I know there's some, some solid nuggets that we dropped here. Um, so thank you for all of our listeners and uh, yes, I hope to see you, you so soon. Much. Next, next go around in Minnesota. You too. All right. Have Bye. a wonderful day. Thanks.